Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. I appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can find it right there on the front page of our WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning, Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Well, the third GOP presidential debate going down as of this taping last night, Wednesday night in Miami. Spirited? Yep. Fiery? Oh, yeah. Nasty at times? You bet. So allow me to give you my three takeaways from the Miami debate. First off, let's tell it like it is. Donald Trump won the debate. Donald Trump won the debate. This is a man who held his own rally there in Hialeah on Wednesday night to try to once again counter-program against the debate, which aired on NBC. This is what Trump had to say about watching the first part of the debate before going out on stage about a half an hour late in Hialeah on Wednesday night. The worst people, the worst by far, are politicians. They are far away. They're more deceptive. They're liars. They're much more disloyal. So I give the business people, I, I will tell you, you're much nicer and much kinder and much softer than politicians. Our nation is in very serious trouble. And it's time for the Republican establishment to stop wasting time and resources trying to push weak and ineffective rhinos and never Trumpers that nobody wants and nobody's going to vote for. I watch these guys coming in. I had this thing and I was watching these guys. They're not watchable. You know, the last debate was the lowest rated debate in the history of politics. So, so therefore, do you think we did the right thing by not participating? Somebody said, oh, some one of the dumber ones. He doesn't have the courage to stand up. Well, listen, I'm standing in front of tens of thousands of people right now, and it's on television. That's a hell of a lot harder to do than a debate. Vintage Donald Trump. Now, if you take that GOP debate in Miami on Wednesday night and put it in a vacuum, okay? In other words, if Donald Trump were not in this race, what would you think of it? I kept going back to that key point all morning long on Thursday morning, and that is I can't take Trump out of the equation. He's too big a character. Like you just, he sucks all the energy out of the GOP room. The man has such a stranglehold on the Republican Party right now and such a gigantic lead in the polls 
And I kept going back to reality. Essentially, look, I thought it was a really good debate on Wednesday night. I think once again, Governor Ron DeSantis and Ambassador Nikki Haley were really solid. And by the way, our Governor Ron DeSantis has come a long way in his debate skills since last year when debating Charlie Crist in the gubernatorial race here in Florida. But again, these are not ordinary times in the United States politically right now. And Donald Trump is the guy who has skewed the national political landscape. The bottom line is that all those candidates we saw on stage on Wednesday night in Miami, all vying for second place right now, and perhaps all vying for the White House in 2028, barring Trump going to prison, it's not going to happen in 2024. Number two, the exchange between Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy in Miami. I think Vivek got the hint on Wednesday night that the former South Carolina governor and U.S. ambassador to the U.N. is a mama bear. And when you even mention one of her cubs, the claws come out. So let's set this up. This little thing that Vivek and Haley have going right now, it again bubbled up to the surface in Miami because remember in the second debate, Haley said that TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps that we could have. She also said that, quote, every time I hear you, Vivek, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. Well, Ramaswamy sought his revenge in this third debate when he went at Haley for her daughter's use of TikTok. Listen. I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters propping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. The easy answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. We got to go further. We have to ban any U.S. company actually transferring U.S. data to the Chinese. Here's a story most people don't know. Airbnb hands over U.S. user data to the CCP. Now, that's a U.S.-owned company. So this is the problem when you have Republicans that temporarily go the way the winds blow, and now it's popular to talk tough on China when she was U.N. ambassador, called them literally her words, not mine, our great friend. You can't be fair-weather fans of the right policy. Get to the root cause. Even U.S. companies in Silicon Valley are regularly doing it. Cut the virtue signaling. The fact of the matter is Democrats are on TikTok today. The only person, one of the few people who is putting up content the way the actual algorithms work, speaking for pro-Israel views or others, is Ambassador me. Haley, um, more Republicans will join it. But uh, stop U.S. companies from turning over data to Chinese companies. That's the real answer. Like, uh, the Kristen, don't get to respond to personal attacks, but you do. Thank you very much. You know, when he talks about me praising China, he doesn't know the fact that the reason China was praised was because I negotiated with China and Russia the largest set of sanctions against North Korea in a generation. We are the, that is literally the reason North Korea stopped testing ballistic missiles. So I said China did good on their part. That was a negotiation you, said there was our you great could never do. what you said, Nikki. Those are your words, not mine. And so just when own up to you it. You would never you have been able to mind. get That's that allowed. negotiation done. But don't done. lie to the people about what you've said or what you've done in China. Carolina. My entire you have career South at the Ron United right Nations. Every day I fought China, and I did it Look at by making sure no facts. one she could get any country. agency heads in UN. I did it by making sure that we 
called them out on human rights. I did it by making sure that we held them accountable on everything that they did. That's the reason we got out of the Human Rights Council. That's the reason we I, called them out. And I have, there's not been a day I haven't Nikki stopped. Senator Scott, it is your turn. made afterwards. And you heard that right. When Nikki Haley told Vivek Ramaswamy, you're just scum. That was probably the line of the night. And look, I like Vivek Ramaswamy. I think he has a bright future in politics. If he wants it, he's got an unbelievable mind. But you don't go after anybody's kids, okay? I get it. Her children are adults. I think I think her daughter, who Vivek was talking about, is 24 years old now. But don't go after the kids, man, especially with a mama bear like Nikki Haley, who once again came away from this debate looking strong and forceful. All right, that's number two. Now on to number three, the abortion issue. Looking back at this past Tuesday night's off-year election and looking back upon the upending of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court, with the high court sending the abortion topic back to the states, it looks to me as if the only thing that is energizing the Democrat Party right now, and by the way, it's certainly not the soon-to-be 81-year-old Joe Biden, and that's abortion. It is a political hot potato for Republicans as we head to 2024, but I think Nikki Haley's comment on abortion is going to be the Republican mantra going forward over the next year to try to quell this coalescing on the Democrat side. Here's Haley. You know, I've said it before. I think you have to be honest with the American people. This is a personal issue for every woman and every man. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband, Michael, was adopted and I had trouble having both of my children. So I'm surrounded by blessings. Having said that, when you look Post Roe, a wrong was made right. They took it out of the hands of unelected justices and they put it in the hands of the people. And now we're seeing states vote. And what I'll tell you is, as much as I'm pro-life, I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice and I don't want them to judge me for being pro-life. So when we're looking at this, there are some states that are going more on the pro-life side. I welcome that. There are some states that are going more on the pro-choice side. I wish that wasn't the case, but the people decided. But when it comes to the federal law, which is what's being debated here, be honest, it's going to take 60 Senate votes, a majority of the House and a president to sign it. So no, we haven't had 60 Senate votes in over 100 years. We might have 45 pro-life senators. So no Republican president can ban abortions any more than a Democrat president can ban these state laws. And again, I think Nikki Haley's comment on abortion is going to be a refrain that you'll be hearing from Republicans here in the next year prior to the 2024 election. So to break it down for you, the big winners from the third GOP debate, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I think the big losers were the three others, Chris Christie, Tim Scott and Vivek Ramaswamy. But in the end, what does it all matter for 2024? It doesn't because Donald Trump continues that GOP Trump train. That's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.